This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, where Lee Rosen and Ned Days cover management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for building the practice you deserve. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Sydney, Australia. I'm really enjoying Sydney. There's a comfort level here because Australia is in so many ways so much like being in America. Things just work easily for me here. The language is something I understand more or less. There is an accent problem, but generally I understand what's going on. The systems and the processes, uh, the hotels, the restaurants, the stores, they work in ways where with which I am familiar. That's enjoyable. It's a little bit like taking a vacation from our life of travel. We don't spend very much time in places that are this easy for us. So I'm just soaking it up while I can and really enjoying the fact that I understand most of what it is that's going on all around me. It's time for your tech tip. I am going to apologize in advance. I know that you are probably sick and tired of hearing about awesome new AI tools everywhere you turn. Here's how to make a million dollars per day selling AI art prints on Etsy. Here's why ChatGPT is going to steal your job and your wife. I get it. It feels like everybody wants to tell you why AI is either the biggest game changer of our lifetimes or totally not that big a deal. And no startup or seasoned software player can ever hope to acquire another customer without slapping the AI badge on their product. But while OpenAI and ChatGPT have been all over the news in the last six months, a lot of their underlying technology, as well as competing technologies, have been available to select developers for some time now. And some of the least sexy applications of speech-to-text and natural language processing are actually some of the most practical, especially in our post-COVID Zoom-reliant world. If you've used online transcription services like Rev.com before, you've probably noticed that in the last several years, they have started offering AI-assisted transcriptions at very low rates and very quick turnaround times. Being able to get the text of a lengthy recording, podcast, or conference call was one of the areas where we started to see the modern crop of AI and language processing tools show up. And we're now starting to see much more interesting and useful applications of this functionality beyond just a text file dump of the transcript. Today, I want to talk about AI meeting assistants and why they make conference calls and video conferences a lot less tedious and more useful. So what exactly is an AI meeting assistant? In general, these are tools that support the ability to upload a recording of either your own dictation or your meetings and calls and get searchable transcripts, usually broken out by participant. From there, you can easily search to find specific parts of the conversation that you want. But with the latest language processing under the hood, the newer tools give you some advantages that I think are almost too easy to underestimate at first glance. Some of these tools will allow you to invite a special bot to your meetings that will do the recording for you so there's no need to manually record, save, and upload anywhere. It all happens in the background, and you can generally have transcripts automatically saved to a cloud provider like OneDrive, Dropbox, or Google Drive, in addition to the assistance dashboard where you can get automatic generated meeting summaries, action items, and tasks that you can set to be dispatched to team members or participants as soon as the call is over. 
This kind of functionality isn't particularly new per se. Some telephone and voice over IP providers have offered features like this for a while, where it would transcribe your calls and compile an outline or even action items in some circumstances a few minutes after you wrapped up. These newer meeting assistants tend to provide much more automation in terms of capture and a broader ability to extract and summarize the most relevant details out of the conversation. We'll start with otter.ai, which has been around for several years at this point. It puts a live transcription function front and center, which is handy for a lot of attorneys, particularly those of you, and I know there are some who are still recording yourselves and then handing it off to someone to transcribe manually. This is where I was going to make a joke about dictaphones until I looked it up and realized you can actually walk into a Walmart today and still buy packs of those tiny little cassettes because somebody out there is still using them. Otter features a desktop and mobile app for transcribing your notes and audio and giving you some basic tools for summarizing and generating action items based on what was said. There are also some collaborative features that let you share transcripts and allow team members to comment on them. Where it gets more interesting is when you connect your Google or Microsoft Calendar and then invite Otter's meeting bot to your video conferences. It sits in on the call just like another participant. This allows you to generate transcripts of your calls broken up by speaker with access to all of the same search, summarization, and task functionality. It also means that you don't actually need to be present on the call to get a rundown of everything that happened. Another newer entry into the AI meeting assistant world is crisp.ai. I've talked about Crisp before. They have been around for several years with a great tool for background noise suppression. You download the app on your computer and set up Crisp's virtual microphone and speaker as your input and output device so that it can reduce background noise in your environment and reduce background noise in other people's audio as well. They have just added an update that gives you the ability to use this same tool to automatically generate transcripts from calls that you're on. When you turn on Crisp's AI meeting assistant, you get a full transcript, a long or a short summary of the call, notes, and action items. You can also easily share transcripts with team members. And because it's acting as a virtual microphone and speaker, it can capture audio from pretty much anything. It's not limited to particular apps or services. Any app or website you happen to be doing a call-in can be transcribed and summarized. And because there's no bot you have to invite, you don't have to let people know that you are just watching TikTok videos during the call and plan to let Crisp tell you what happened when it's over. The downside of this approach is that you actually have to be there, which is just so 2022. The last tool I will mention is the one with pretty much all of the bells and whistles that gives us a feel for where this technology is headed. It's called Fireflies, and you can find it at fireflies.ai. It uses the bot approach like Otter does that you invite to calls on Zoom, Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, WebEx, and more. You hook up your calendars and it presents you with a nice dashboard for configuring automatic join settings. It will show you a list of your upcoming meetings where you can toggle the Fireflies bot on or off. You can also specify default behaviors so that Fireflies will do things like only join meetings you are the owner of, only join meetings where you have invited specific people, only join internal or external calls, and more. It also provides an option to add itself to meetings in progress by just pasting in the invite URL. If you are primarily using Google Meet, it does offer a Chrome extension for Google Meet that doesn't require a bot to generate transcripts and notes. 
Once you've allowed the bot to record a meeting and are inside the Fireflies dashboard, you get the standard features like being able to search through transcripts and get summaries and notes. It also has some collaboration tools so you can make comments to team members at certain spots, replay sections with video, and share clips. Where it starts to get a little more interesting is that it also generates some automatic filters for things like questions that were asked, dates and times that were mentioned, tasks that were assigned, and even sentiment filters so you can select comments based on whether they were positive or negative. You can specify your own topics or subjects that you want to drill down on as well. This makes it very easy to find the spots in a call that you might want to clip out for use elsewhere, like in training materials or social media excerpts, as well as get breakdowns of more specific topics that were covered. It breaks transcripts out by individual participants, and it even gives you a breakdown of how much time each participant spent speaking. So if you want to berate people for talking too much or too little, you can do that, because we all love hearing that we were too bossy or didn't participate enough. They've recently integrated chat GPT functionality into a sidebar, so you can ask the sidebar questions about the contents of the meeting if the filters and summaries didn't get you what you wanted. If you go with one of their higher tier plans, in addition to pulling out things like tasks and action items, you can even set it up to automatically fill out CRM records with details from calls in products like Salesforce, Pipedrive, HubSpot, and Zoho CRM. You can send tasks and notes automatically to Trello, Asana, Teams, Slack, OneNote, Evernote, or pretty much anything else with its Zapier integration. And this is where I think these tools are really going to show their value. Cutting out the tedium and room for error when it comes to grabbing data from calls and meetings and putting them into a format we can use. Grabbing all of the relevant information from an intake call or a consult or a client meeting and then generating tasks, kicking off workflows, and filling out client tracking or document automation records automatically isn't as fun as getting ChatGPT to write us a poem about Harry Potter or mid-journey to create a picture of the Pope in a puffer jacket, but that's literally hours per day shaved off the workloads of most law firms. And this ability to parse, process, and input usable data from calls and conferences automatically is where these products are going to make a big change in our practices. Whichever of these tools you end up trying, they make finding the three legitimately useful pieces of information from that two-hour Zoom session a lot easier and quicker. Where this ends up with chat GPT, voice generation, and bots that can sit in on calls for us, I don't exactly know. I can imagine a dystopian future where video conferences are just little coteries exclusively comprised of our bot avatars that simply regurgitate language model data back and forth, and at the end, everyone is sent the same five bullet points of whatever Bing or Bard decided the call was about. Will they be any less fruitful than most of the calls we do now? That I cannot answer. I'm Ned Days, and that's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. What boat you are in is far more important than how hard you row. That's what Charlie Munger said. Charlie Munger, if you don't already know, he's a legend. He's Warren Buffett's partner at Berkshire Hathaway. They've been together for about a 100 years. Things have worked out pretty well for Charlie and Warren. So you want to do what he says. You want to pick the right boat. What boat you are in is far more important then how hard you row. The boat selection for lawyers, well, it's not complicated. Mostly, we pick the problem 
that we plan to solve and the place where we're going to solve it. Now, all of that can get a little murky today when it comes to picking the place because of remote work, but you get the idea. We pick the problem to solve and the place to solve it, and arguably, this is not rocket science. We simply need to pick the right boat. That choice, that decision that we make, that is going to determine our fate. And I'll tell you, I think making those decisions, which problem to solve and where to solve it, well, the answers are, at least at a particular moment in time, relatively obvious. There might be some distinctions between problems and there might be some distinctions between places to solve it. But generally speaking, there are some great problems to solve and some great places to do it and some not so good problems to solve and some not so good places to do it. Yet I've watched plenty of folks faced with these choices and they pick a problem to solve that's on the way down instead of on the way up. Or they pick a declining place, a declining city in which to solve the problem. They pick a place that's on the way down to be the solution to that problem that they've picked. Lots of lawyers make poor choices when it comes to these two decisions. Lots of lawyers pick a crowded, poorly compensated practice area in a geographic location that is already struggling to survive. Now, no offense to Charleston, West Virginia, but it's a place that's not booming. In fact, it's doing the opposite. Opening an office in Charleston, West Virginia, well, that's probably a mistake. Now, if you then add to that that some lawyers will pick in Charleston, West Virginia, a shrinking practice area, something like residential real estate or juvenile law, well, then I have to ask you, what is it that you are thinking? You've got to pick the problem to solve and the place to solve it. You want to pick a problem on the way up and a place on the way up. What Munger said is what boat you are in is far more important than how hard you row. Get these decisions right. Get in the right boat. Now, those that get in the wrong boat, they always have an explanation. They always have a story. They'll tell you they have family in the area or their spouse has a job that requires them getting in this bad boat, or maybe they blame it on the kids. And I hear you and all of those reasons, maybe they're good enough. But I meet too many of those lawyers who are then desperately fighting to keep the boat afloat. Yes, they want things to work out. We all want things to work out. And they're getting an A-plus for effort. They're trying so hard. They're rowing like nobody's business. But there's only so much they can do. They aren't in the right boat. Now, I understand change is hard. It's scary. It's difficult. It requires a step backwards in order to make a step forwards. But you, you've got to pick the right boat. That's far more important than how hard you row. Pick the right boat. That's your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Sydney, thanks for spending a few minutes with me and Ned today. We hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there. I promise we're all in this together and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. 
Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules successful law firms follow.